Welcome to Monday, June 18th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom, and we have some more Aquaman news to get into. First off, director James Wan clarified when the trailer will be. We heard it was coming soon, but it's not quite as soon as we thought. So he put out a nice little graphic image and saying that the Aquaman trailer will debut at San Diego Comic-Con. I think this makes sense to me, even though I'd love to see the trailer now. It makes sense rather than releasing something now and then having nothing to show or showing a whole new trailer at Comic-Con. It makes sense just to wait for Comic-Con. It's only a month away now, less than a month away about. So uh, we at least know when we'll be getting the trailer. And we've got in the meantime, we've got more images and stuff to talk about. One, also, we get a new look at a logo. I don't know if this is the new logo for the Aquaman movie or if it's just a, an alternate one. He, he says he took it off of King Orm's belt buckle, but it's it's cool. It reminds me of water, I guess, and brightness. And, you know, somebody makes a, a snarky comment that he was asked to brighten it up and he said it was him who, who wanted it brighter. So, again, looks cool. It's a cool looking image and I'm cool with that being the Aquaman logo. It's very reminiscent of water, I guess. So uh, I think that's what you'd want in an Aquaman movie. Uh, Patrick Wilson also talked with Entertainment Weekly again about Orm, his character in the film. And he said he's kind of an eco-warrior. He's got a very clear gripe with the surface world, which has been polluting his oceans for centuries. And that's something for me, I'm sure for you too, that's very easy to understand. If somebody was just constantly polluting our air and ruining how we lived, end quote. So yeah, I think that's a very fair point. And from everything Juan has said and Wilson have said, they clearly want Orm to be an understandable villain slash antagonist. And I think they will, they will work to establish that in the film. I mean, it, it's kind of understandable if somebody kept dumping garbage and other stuff on your house, you might want to confront them about that. And, you know, where you live, throwing just garbage in your yard or wherever, totally understandable uh, in, in some respects. Now, war you know leading war that's a that's a more questionable thing and i think that's going to be what the conflict is between arthur and orm in this film you know, uh, orm wants to according to the article he wants to lead the underwater kingdoms the seven kingdoms that split apart and into a battle with the surface world and arthur is not so keen on that idea so that's a cool way to differentiate themselves even if you can understand where both sides are coming from you know we've, we've talked this in the past similar to to Zod, you can almost see where he's coming from on one hand. Now it's the way he approaches it and the way he does things about that that are that are very questionable and lead to conflict with the, the hero of the story. Juan also talks specifically about Wilson, who he's worked with several times before in Conjuring films and some other stuff. He said, Patrick is such a talented actor and a chameleon as well. He can disappear into any role. Orm's got a soft spot for his brother who lives on the surface world and if anything just wants him to rule Atlantis and the world together, but his brother doesn't see it that way. A lot of the clashes they have stem from their different upbringings, so I didn't want to cast a typical villain actor, end quote. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, Arm, Orm wants to rule Atlantis with Arthur. Uh, that's surprising. I thought he would have wanted to take control for himself, but it, again, along with being a more relatable villain, he's not just he doesn't just want destruction, it looks like, and he doesn't want to rule just to rule. He wants to rule because he believes it is best for Atlantis. So uh, that's a pretty cool thing. Um, I wonder how their relationship will be approached. Again, we don't know anything, how well they know each other or anything like that, what kind of experience they have together. But I guess we'll find out in just over six months. And there is some good news if you are a fan of Lucifer. Five weeks after it being canceled by Fox, 
and at the very deadline for the casting crew to before their contract options ran out the very day that that expired netflix agreed to a deal and to pick up lucifer and they ordered a fourth season so we heard last week that amazon was in talks to pick it up and it sounds like netflix won out over them or was the last survivor either way netflix had to acquire the streaming rights for the series i know at least in the u.s hulu had them so that's always such a complicated part i'm sure if netflix wants lucifer they would want the first three seasons access which hulu had so that's another wrinkle that I had to, to throw in there. But uh, kind of surprising. You know, we hadn't heard much about Netflix being interested in them, but I think it's a good, it could be a good fit. According to TV Line, the, the season four episode count will be 10 episodes. So Netflix ordered 10 episodes. That will at least give a good chance to resolve the cliffhanger that ended season three and 10 episodes. And I think a shorter season, you know, I'm generally a, in favor of the shorter seasons for the shows, the 10 to 13 episodes type things. Um, because I think I think everything's a little bit more compact and uh, you have less filler then, although you can still have filler in shorter seasons. I've, I've seen it done before, but I think I think that's a good number. And I'm curious how the show could change with a move to Netflix. Lucifer was never really a kiddie show or anything like that, something for kids, but being on Fox, there's only so much you can do in terms of pushing the boundaries and showing mature content and things like that, which... The source material of Lucifer sort of lends itself to. So I wonder if with a change to Netflix where they can be loosened up if they want to change, you know, with their, their longer seasons, they've had the procedural element is a big thing. I don't think they want to entirely get away from that as a show, but I wonder if they could get into adding a little bit. I know some fans want more of the, the comic book source material brought in and take more influence from that. I think they don't want to change it entirely because they built up such an, a passionate fan base with a with the setup they have, the formula they have. But I wonder if, you know, it can just allow for some tweakings with the move to Netflix and more mature content and more comic book stuff. I don't know. But that's something to look forward to. And I think it could be it could be good news for Lucifer actually to be canceled and to get a fresh creative start. It looks like most of the, you know, the cast and crew and everything's going to be back. They're going to be filming same place they did before. So this could be a good move for, for Lucifer. All right, that is all I have for today. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow.